0: When I was about 23, I made a switch from cooking pub food to fine dining. For me at this time, it was a big step up. It was a huge change. One of of all the things I learned in that first fine dining job, one lesson always stood out to me, and that's the lesson about the difference between good food and great food. There are much fewer differences than most people may think, and today we're going to talk about these differences and how you can use the tricks that I learned in my first fine dining job to take your food to the next level. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we're talking about good food versus great food. Now one of the first things I learned in that job was about quality ingredients. I know this probably sounds obvious, but it really wasn't. Using fresh ingredients in season at the height of their flavor is a lot different than using them in the dead of winter when they've been shipped halfway across the world. But it goes beyond produce. Good quality meats, olive oil, salt, spices, herbs, chocolate, butter, whatever it is. If you start with really good quality ingredients, half your job is already done. Another thing that struck me about this wasn't so much about using fresh ingredients. It was about the difference in ingredients and using the right ones. One tomato does not equal another. One may have a higher water content or sugar content. Some tomatoes are more acidic than others. What it really comes down to is that there's a tomato for every job, but not every job is for every tomato. Does that make sense? Obviously, I'm not just talking about tomatoes here. Using the right ingredients is vitally important to creating truly delicious foods. Not all olive oils are created equal. Prior to this, I never really thought about these differences and how they could affect the flavor of food. I would just grab a tomato off the shelf and use it for anything I needed a tomato for. It didn't take long to see how blind I had been. It's my opinion that there are no two ingredients more important to the Western palate than salt and pepper. If you don't season your food, you are not doing it right. Seasoning with salt and pepper is a very simple thing that you can do to enhance the flavor of your food. I'm not just talking about soups and sauces here, I'm talking about everything. Chicken, season it. Broccoli, yes, season it. Yeah, but what about rice? Of course, you want to season it. Salt acts as a flavor enhancer. When used properly, it brings out and highlights all the individual flavors around it. You shouldn't taste salt. Its presence should be subtle. It is a supporting character in the play that is your dinner. And if you want one thing that can change the quality of your cooking in an instant, it's salt. How much do you use? Well, you use as much as you need to. And I know that is a vague answer, I know, but it's a valid answer. I can't tell you how much to use, only your tongue can. That's why it's so important to taste your food as you're cooking. Season taste, season taste, season taste. Get the idea? So if salt acts as a flavor enhancer, what does pepper do? Well pepper is a spice. It adds a little touch of heat and mystery to foods. Again, you shouldn't be able to pick the flavor of uh, pepper out, but if you do a side-by-side comparison of uh, of a dish with pepper and one without, you should be able to taste the difference. Now, I would say that using acids properly to brighten the flavors of food has been the single most important thing in changing the quality of the food that I cook. Just last night, I was making curried pork. I tasted it, it was good, but it could be better. I added a pinch of salt and the juice from half a lemon. I stirred it in, gave it a taste, and it was like night and day. After adding the lemon juice and just a touch more salt, the flavors popped. They were bright and crisp. This is what acidic ingredients like citrus juice, tomatoes, vinegars can do to your cooking. There are very few things that can't benefit from a little squeeze of lemon juice or a touch of vinegar. Don't believe me? Next time you're cooking something like a stew or a sauce, taste it. Add a few drops of fresh lemon juice, stir it in, and then taste it again. You'll get it. Be careful when you add the acidic ingredients. When cooking with milk or cream, acids can cause curdling. That doesn't mean you shouldn't use them. A touch of lemon juice to finish a cheese sauce, bechamel, or chowder is perfect, but it should be used to finish. Squeezed in at the last minute. Same goes for green vegetables like broccoli, asparagus, or peas. A little lemon or another acid will brighten the natural flavor of these ingredients, but added too soon, it will also discolor them. A squeeze of fresh lemon, ungrilled asparagus, or steamed broccoli after cooking, and right before serving, is definitely the way to go. Now, in cooking, a little bit of butter or good quality olive oil can enhance the flavor, texture, and richness of a dish. I know that a lot of people are wary of fat, but as long as you're using good quality fat and using it in moderation, you have nothing to worry about. A little bit of butter whisked uh, whisked into a sauce right before serving will cause a nice shine on the surface and a creamier and fuller flavor. Also adding butter to cooked vegetables along with salt and pepper, maybe a touch of lemon juice will make your family's new hero. Even just a little drizzle of fresh olive oil on a lot of things can add a bit of a wow factor. Again, as long as it's good quality olive oil. Don't be afraid of butter and olive oil. Use them to make your food even better than it already is. Time is something that a lot of us are short on these days. There's always something to be done, and usually it isn't cooking. But generally in cooking, time is passive. Put something in the oven on low heat and forget about it for a few hours. It's not that difficult. Time is vitally important in cooking, and patience goes hand in hand with that. I'm sure you've heard that good things come to those who wait. Yes, it's true. The most, the more patient you are while cooking, the more time Uh, And the more time you are willing to put into your food, uh, be it active or passive, the better your food will be. This can all be boiled down to one simple concept that I think we can all understand. Care. Care about your food, how you're cooking it, and the people you're serving to. That is the key. If you care about the food, you will put in that tiny little bit of extra, extra effort that it takes to add seasoning, or squeeze in that little tiny bit of lemon juice. This is the most important lesson I learned in that first day, in that first fine dining job. Care about food. Just care. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShift.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe and uh, comment. <laughs> and share this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. I would love you if you did, and I love you for listening. Thank you so much, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and 5. Tomorrow is Thursday. That means it is Brief History Day. I will see you then. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.